This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, there is still a great focus on the makeup of boards of directors, positions uh, primarily seen in the past as white and male. There has been a move in the last few years to make them more diverse, whether it be uh, adding females to the mix or other races, creeds, or cultures. So where do things stand right now? Deloitte has released its seventh annual Missing Pieces report, which focuses directly on this topic. Carrie Oven is National Managing Partner of Deloitte Center for Board Effectiveness, and she joins us with more. Carrie, pleasure. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Dan. Really glad to be here, and thank you for reporting on this really important topic. Thank you. All right, so where do we kind of stand right now on the level of diversity kind of in general across the board pun intended yeah well first of all thank you for highlighting um we've just issued in collaboration with the alliance for board diversity our missing pieces report which is a multi-year journey looking at board diversity and census among the fortune 500 on again board composition it is a census report you know collaborated looking at the progress around diversification of boards uh, specifically around women and underrepresented racial and ethnic groups and what we found in this journey is that solid progress actually has been made in fact based on the composition data that we looked at through june 30th 2022 44.7 percent of the Fortune 500 board seats are now held by women and or underrepresented racial and ethnic groups. And notably, the Fortune 100 within the Fortune 500 are actually leading the way. And that's actually up from 38.3% in 2018. So, so progress actually has been made, but progress has also been inconsistent. Um, we've started first on diversifying boards through gender, now with more of a focus on racial and ethnic diversity. And we're seeing that progress primarily from women, especially women from underrepresented racial and ethnic groups that are primarily driving that diverse representation. And by the way, while there's been progress and and the progress has been inconsistent, there is much more progress to be made. You know, no Fortune 500 board fully represents the U.S. population demographics right now. Um, And while that progress has been made against that, at the current pace of change, we're still decades away from board representation being at parity with the U.S. demographic as it stands right now. And, of course, we know that that diversity in our U.S. population is, is increasing. So really good progress, but progress is inconsistent, and there's more progress to be made. Well, and, and and then if you're talking about decades to get to what basically the makeup of the U.S. population is, you have to remember for a lot of people that are listening to us, this is not an overnight process because these board seats are not turned over normally uh, on a very quick fashion. And so that's part of the dynamic that's at play here as well. Absolutely. You know, board board seats turn over at a relatively slow rate. In fact, um, while the, we've seen board turnover at its highest um, this past year than in the past decade, again, you're right, it is, a, it is a slow progress. About 250 seats turn over in the S&P 500 every year. So again, this, this um, looking at diversifying boards is absolutely a long game. 
But we know that business case is there, you know, outside of just the, the reckoning that we've had as a society over the past few years. You know, we know that bringing diverse thought, perspectives, and experiences into the boardroom can help boards be more effective. You know, they right. think about broader stakeholder views across their customers, vendors, employees, investors. Bringing those perspectives help organizations, again, not only run better, but think better. And uh, we, you know, again, that's part of why the Alliance for Board Diversity um, was 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 developed and designed and from a Deloitte perspective we're happy to be collaborating with them again long game mission you're right are, are you able to gain a sense as to why we're starting to see this shift and, and I ask that because a lot of people know that the state of California has made the move uh, to basically mandate that boards become more diverse it, you know how much of that legislation is even playing in in other states or is this just truly the call that has come from the public, from shareholders, uh, and more to want to have a change, to to have this diversity in play? Yeah, Dan, you know, I, I think there's a bit of a carrot and a stick here, right? I mean, the carrot being, again, that business case for boardroom diversity, as we just talked about, the stick being some of those um, uh, attempts to actually put legislation or regulation in place to mandate either representation on a board or at a minimum disclosure of board diversity data. You know, and at the federal level, we've seen some of those attempts at the state level, we've seen some of those attempts, but no legislative effect has actually been fully successful. So again, you can argue that it is both the carrot and the stick that are driving some of these, but, and I do think certainly, while it's difficult to look forward on what will happen legislatively or regulatively, um, you know, certainly we do we do expect that some of that tenor will continue, either a stakeholder view or um, yeah. from a uh, legislation view. And, and that component uh, of uh, of diversity and and diversity of thought on boards is important uh, as we move forward because it does bring more different options and mindsets into. Uh, into the critical decision-making process for a lot of these companies. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we're starting to see that demand from that broader stakeholder view, not just from, you know, owners of companies or investors of companies, but also from employees, from customers, from vendors. You know, again, that business case is, in fact, there. And I would also just say that as we look at the diversity that has happened in the boardroom, the other notable uh, finding that we had was that the board recycle rate is increasing, meaning that those uh, women and those underrepresented racial and ethnic groups that are serving on boards are serving on now multiple boards. That's positive, but yet it's also signaling a need to really continue to diversify executive pipelines and board recruitment so that we actually have the pipeline of directors to get into the boardroom. So I think there's, again, a call to action on many fronts there, both within organizations and how they're diversifying within the executive ranks, as well as board composition. And the expectation, I assume, has to be that that as, as you see greater numbers of women, greater numbers of, of underserved uh, communities uh, in, in the C-suite, then that correlates to, you know, whatever the time frame is, that will correlate 
to more representation on on corporate boards as we move further down the path. Is is that fair to say? I think that is absolutely fair to say, and I think hopeful to say. I also think we've seen over the course of the last few years um, a broader aperture of diverse uh, uh, recruitment. So going beyond just the C-suite to look for really good candidates that bring diversity into the boardroom. So beyond just, again, the CEO, COO types, but also looking at those that have really thoughtful perspectives on things like HR and cyber and purpose and financial experts, again, that may be beyond the C-suite, but again, opening up that aperture to get more um, of a diverse pipeline of candidates into the boardroom. How important do you view this report in terms of tracking this uh, this information and this growth as we move forward? Well, so the Missing Pieces report has been a multi-year survey, really looking at that trends of data. You know, the Alliance for Board Diversity had this original concept about two decades ago. And from a Deloitte perspective, we've been involved with this report since 2016. And this is now the seventh edition of this report. So we absolutely think that, you know, tracking and, and on this census is important for accountability. You know, we need to, you know, we all know that what gets um, measured matters, and we think this is something that matters. And therefore, this yeah. measure that we do as part of the Missing Pieces Report is very important. All right. Great to have you with us today, Carrie. Thanks very much. All the best. Thank you so much. Take care. You, you got to carry up a national managing partner for the Center for Board Effectiveness with Deloitte. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.